is Wednesday night. It's not Monday night. It's a Wednesday night. But the J-Man and I are back. Episode 310 of the Tan and J-Man Show. Brought to you by the Damn Landing. Streaming live on the ISC Sports Network. And the Tan and J-Man Show Facebook page. Available wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Whatever platform that might be. If you're listening to this, please give us a five-star rating and review. We really appreciate it. With that said... Let's bring the J-Man in. Coming in hot off a Sunday night primetime win from Miami. That's right. Right in the, fl- right in the flesh, the J-Man. What up? Good game you saw. Yeah, it was a very boring second half. All the scoring was in the first half. Dolphins started just zooming down the field. Score easily in like four minutes. Then they drive down, get a field goal, drive down, get another field goal. Couldn't punch it in or have 13 nothing. All right, feeling pretty good. Next thing you know, it's 16 to 10, and the Steelers have the ball inside the 30 with uh, 18 seconds left. So uh, it's one of those games where I felt like there's no way the Dolphins are going to win this one, but they they found a found a way to do it. So good good environment, great environment. Honestly, a lot of it had to do with how many Steelers fans were there. To be honest, I gotta think they travel better than any fan base in the, yeah. in the NFL. Um, they they travel well, and I've noticed uh, when I've gone to Miami the handful of times. Um, that's like the perfect road getaway. Go to South sure. Beach, go to the beach for the weekend, and then go to a football game. So uh, Makes sense. Been to three games there. Ton of Raiders fans. First game I went to. Ton of Lions fans. Second game I went to. Um, and, of course, a ton of Steelers fans. Steelers by far were the most. But they were uh, they were very nice, unlike uh, Raiders fans, who I saw yep. uh, getting to many fights, as you did. Uh, was that last year or two years? Last year, and I'll never go to the Raider game again. Yep. I was at a boring boring game myself over the weekend. Uh, Jets mm-hmm. beat the Broncos 16-9. I, I mean, there were some Jets fans there, but not near as many as the Raiders brought last year, and I didn't see any problems. I mean, there could have been yeah. somewhere else in a different section, but around us, mm-hmm. no problems. 5,000-plus uh, no-shows in the stadium, but mm-hmm. the stadium's big enough. I mean, you can see pockets, but it wasn't like a – you know, huge noticeable difference, but uh, environments what you what you expect when you're watching a two and four team now two and five teams. So, uh, with the backup quarterback, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but still, still a good time. But uh, yeah, you know, at one time I was three and zero out at Bronco games in Denver, and now I've went to eight and I'm four and four. <laughs> Lost three in a row. Now they so. they have gotten progressively worse as you've uh, they, as they you started going out there too. So that uh, they have. I was four and zero in the Peyton Manning era, and I'm one and four cents. Or I was three, three and no, three and zero in the Peyton Manning era, and I'm one and four cents. If it makes you feel any better, I'm now two and five. That was the first Dolphins one I've seen in person since 2010. So that eh, does make me feel um. a little better. Thank you, Jay Man. <laughs> You're, You're always here. That's why. That's why I bring you back every week. To, You're welcome. To, brighten my nights and days mm. so but do you, do you have some birdie bogey for I me do. because I, i'm too back and this this is a big one this is a big uh, one i have an nba question and full disclosure i forgot about it until literally my screenshot is five minutes ago so uh it was 5 28 central time when i remembered <laughs> that i had birdie bogey this week so uh on october 23rd steph curry recorded his 100th career regular season game with 30 points and seven three-pointers that's more than double anyone else in NBA history. Who is the guy that is second to Steph Curry in this stat? And I'll even give you a hint. He is an active NBA player. Oh, man. I haven't thought about basketball as far as <laughs> no. in a while. So uh, this is going to be a good one. 
Uh, this guy also has 42. So he has 42, 30 points, uh, 30, 42 regular season games with 30 points and seven three-pointers, which is only a mere 58 behind uh, NBA record holder Steph Curry in this. So, All right. Uh, who is it? Uh, ten, uh, the birdie bogeys brought to you by <laughs> oh man, uh, Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine, Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Get your veggies, yeah, get your veggies indeed. Get them, it's, def- it's definitely soup season, like I've been saying the last few weeks, even mm. though it's it's been decent weather lately in the Midwest, a little rainy today, yeah, but yeah, it wasn't uh. Of course, I was in Miami, so I didn't care about what the weather was back here over the weekend, but uh, it got up into the high 70s. It was only yep. a few degrees warmer there in Miami. Yeah, out in uh, Colorado, so. it was uh, about the same weather. Until Monday when we were coming back, it was 20 degrees warmer out here than it was in Colorado. So oh. got cold Old out front. there on Monday. Moving yep. in. Yep, yep. So. Well, the World Series is set, J-Man. <laughs> the Philadelphia Phillies and the yeah. Houston Astros. Astros make their fourth World Series appearance in the last six years, while the Phillies are making their first since 2009. So you got one of, if not the best team of baseball against the hottest mm-hmm. team of baseball. Yeah, uh, the Phillies, I mentioned this last week and the week before, they limped into the playoffs. Uh, they got swept by the Cubs in the final full regular season week. Um, they kind of remind me of the Washington Nationals back in 2019. Nationals were playing in the wild card game down two in the eighth inning against the Brewers facing Josh Hader with nobody on and two outs. And they somehow found a way to come back and win that game and go all the way to the world series and win. So it's all about when you get hot um, and the Phillies have gotten absolutely scorching hot um, here in the postseason, hitting the ball of the ballpark. Their pitching has been uh, so much better than it was in the regular season. The rotation has been great. Um, Kyle Schwarber has five homers. Reese Hoskins hit four homers in the NLCS. Bryce Harper with a, uh, with a, um, superstar homer, um, legendary homer there in Philadelphia now, uh, to take the lead in the eighth inning. So they're hot. Now the Astros not lost a game the entire postseason, And, um, they've kind of, for a team that, won 106 games they flew under the radar as much as any team i've ever seen coming into the postseason and that's because people were talking about the 111 win dodgers the new york yankees uh, will always get uh, more pub than the houston astros and people hate the houston astros uh, for what they did but uh, they've just proven to be an absolute powerhouse and honestly if they want another one we can consider this a dynasty um, as much as there have been a dynasty in major league baseball as you said four World Series in the last six years. They've been the sixth straight American League Championship Series. Um, they had struck out more batters than any team in MLB history through the first two rounds um, of the Major League Baseball playoffs. So uh, they're coming in scorching hot as well. And uh, this is the one of the largest win differentials in World Series history. It's a 19-game win differential. Phillies only won 87 uh, during the regular season, which is the most since 1906 which I believe is the White Sox and Cubs in that World Series, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so uh, interesting battle. I fully expect the Astro. In fact, this will be the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week, although we probably won't even know. So scrap that. I'm going to wait to do my Book of Prediction of the Week. But I think um, I can book it next week that the uh, Houston Astros will uh, finish off the Phillies within four games, uh, five games or less. Uh, prob- it's probably going to be a sweep, let's be honest. But, 
I like the Astros in six. I think Phillies somehow get two, but I don't think they win it. Um, did, did you know if if the Phillies were to win the World Series, Bryce Har- Harper would be the first player to ever be the number one overall pick, win Rookie of the Year, MVP, and win a championship in a career? Wow. It's incredible. Yep. Never um, been done in the NFL either. Really? Hmm. Interesting thing about Bryce Harper that makes me very mad as a Cubs fan. He and Manny Machado became um, free agents at the same year. Um, that was the year that Tom Ricketts decided to shut things down and uh, completely stop spending money. And now we see Manny Machado putting together a fantastic year as a third baseman, only 30 years old now. Harper just turned 30, or he turns 30 this month, I believe. He must have turned 30. Um, and after they went, to the World Series on camera, the owner of the Philadelphia Phillies told him he underpaid him. Um, and the Ricketts just wouldn't even go out and spend money when Harper was almost on the record saying he wanted to play with the Chicago Cubs. His dog's named Wrigley, for God's sake. Um, so that just that makes me mad. But happy for guys like Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos. And then on the flip side, the Astros, it's hard to like any of them. But uh, I am kind of rooting for Dusty Baker. He's had a long Major League Baseball career as a player, manager now, been through a lot of crap as a manager, and uh, he he deserves to win a World Series title. Um, so it's uh, – I still can't find myself rooting for the Astros, but if they get it done, at least Dusty will have won one. That's Even a good way to look at it. Mark Pryor's career. It's a good good way to look at it. Uh, it's, I know it's only October 26th, but um... – Opening day next year, Aaron Judge, what kind of uniform is he wearing? That's a tough one. Um, there have been multiple reports. Cubs are very interested, although it would be on a shorter-term deal with a higher um, per-year money. Uh, the San Francisco Giants even come out and said they will do everything in their possibility to make it happen. Uh, he's from the West Coast, uh, Northern California, went to Fresno State. But – think he'll end up ultimately back in New York um, and wear that captain patch. Anthony Rizzo even said as much like Riz, our judge deserves to wear the captains uh, to be the captain of the Yankees. Uh, so if I, uh, if it was Yankees versus the field, I'd probably take the Yankees. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I read that Dodge or that giants report today. So I was like, and hmm. the, the Dodgers as well uh, are willing to uh, let Trey Turner go move Mookie Betts to second base back to second base, which that's where he started his career with the Red Sox uh, to try to uh, make a run at Aaron judge and win 130 games and still get put out in four in the national league DS. So uh, yeah, I believe the giants and the Yankees open up next year against each other, which would be really be interesting. interesting if he yeah, did if he go to the giants the and then the Yankees have some average of what right field are playing. Um, I don't know who that would be. The, they'd, they'd probably make a trade for someone or go out and get someone. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. really who's a free agent right now, but, uh, but some more Yankee news. Uh, Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman are both expected to be back. Kind of surprised on Boone. Uh, Cashman's been there for so long since 86, uh, but that's my problem. 86, same old, yeah. same old. It, it, yeah. I mean, I was looking at the front office the other day and then the person, I forget her name, right? Aaron Cashman. She's been there since Oh one. It's like yeah. the newest hire has been like Oh eight. It's not working. It's yeah. not working. It, haven't, it, it, haven't won since when? 2009. Yeah. Um, I haven't, haven't even been, been there since Oh nine. And I know, you know, a lot of franchise big whoop, but I mean, the Yankees are not the Yankees we grew up with. And, and yeah. I mean, they make the playoffs, but that's it. 
and they win a lot of games in the regular season. They yeah. just, for whatever reason, are missing that edge. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It, it, you're right. Yeah. They're kind of they're soft. They really are. Player, yeah, the, the generation of players is completely different. Um, I do find it absurd that after having the maybe the greatest year in American League history, Yankees fans are booing Aaron Judge. Uh, that is yeah, the, uh, that's that their their fans are losers. That that is the only place, literally, that that would happen. He no, didn't have right. he didn't have a good postseason at all, and kind of kind of struggled even there at the end uh, until he hit his one uh, until he hit a sixty second homer or sixty first homer, sixty second homer. Um, but yeah, that's absurd, and maybe maybe of course money speaks louder than anything. Right. Uh, but uh, maybe that is something that uh, could sway Judge to go somewhere else. Well, you know, I'm a person. I'm 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 never in favor of, of booing a player, even if they're a professional athlete. Now, booing coaches or management I boo coaches all the time. I understand that. I, I get that. You know, but I don't. I don't like booing players. I mean, there's a few boo birds out in Denver Sunday. Sure, as Bronco fans, we're all sick and tired of this awful mm-hmm. offense. But like, I don't don't boo the. It's not gonna do any good. Don't boo the players. No. Don't boo a kicker after he misses a kick. Um, I mean, things like that. It's. Yeah, that's that's not going to make them play any better. Right, right. Especially in college, when you're booing college kids. Yeah, booing booing college kids is a little much. The the guys yeah. who get paid a little more understandable, but makes more sense. Still, college players, you absolutely shouldn't. Yeah, but I'll, I'll boo. I'll boo coaches and management all day long. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Agreed. Any other thoughts on the MLB, the fall classic, um, anything like actually, that? Actually, some more Yankee news. It sounds like Anthony Rizzo is going to opt out of his yes. uh, final uh, year. I don't blame the year. guy. He had a, had a decent year. Had, had a good year. Will he get more in the open market? Because the uh, Yankees can offer him a qualifying offer. Now, that would get him, if he accepts it, I think a three mil pay bump. Yeah. Uh, but if, if he doesn't accept it, that means a draft pick – um, a team loses a draft pick who signs him. If he signs right. with a team other than the Yankees, that's been known to make guys uh, not very desirable in the free agent market, right. especially for a 33 year old first baseman who has had chronic back issues. Right. Um, so he I seems to be he, happy playing for the Yankees too. He absolutely but. does. Yeah. And uh, if I was him, he, his game is built for that ballpark. Oh my gosh. Yes. And um, he should accept the qualifying offer. Oh, some team like the Rockies will throw tons of money at them just to just get, to do it because get, get Rizzo back together, get yeah, the exactly. band back together, <laughs> put on promotional <laughs> items that they can sell jerseys. We can sell tickets. That's all. We're we only going to win sixty four games, but but uh, we're the gonna people are going to come. <laughs> They're going to sit on the uh, rooftop bar and mm-hmm. enjoy the weather. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I might have heard, might have talked to a few people out in Denver who are pretty over the Rockies. So that's that's where I'm getting that from. Maybe maybe uh, maybe the Walton family will uh, pitch in some money to buy them too. Uh, the Monfords need to get rid of them, but the, they they like uh, lining their pockets. That's all they care about. Yeah, I don't blame. Them. So, you watching the NBA? Uh, I've I've watched the Bulls for about a game and a half, and that's mainly to see IO. Um, and it happened to be both games they won. So that's about it. I've seen piston highlights for Jay Ivey, and that's it. <laughs> I have not watched an actual live second of NBA basketball yet. So, yeah, so uh, look, looking around, though, the NBA, a surprise team is four and oh, and that's the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Uh, Pelicans are three and one Zion's back. Um, but other than that, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. I mean, it's so early to even think anything like Philadelphia's one and three, but I fully expect them to get a top four seed in the East. Um, 
Yeah, other than that, Golden State's two and two. Not not a whole lot going on. No. Um I see Adam Silver's gonna try to look into tanking. I don't know really what you do, but They've done everything they can almost do. One thing I do like, um, I, I don't think it'd last very long, but they've mentioned this in baseball. Um, the team who finishes the first spot out of the playoffs, so the best team that did not make the playoffs gets the number one overall pick. That would uh, that would motivate teams to try their best to get into the postseason, for yeah, sure. Definitely but would. At, at the same time, if they're sitting there in that eight spot a game up, they'll probably rest all their players to get. Uh, to That's true that. too. So it's, it it kind of evens itself out. That's but. true too. Yep. I don't. I don't have a lot of NBA talk. Maybe I will in the next future. I think episodes, yeah, our uh, college nice. basketball previews coming up here a week from Monday, so we'll have some. some yeah, yep. Yeah, the seventh, November seventh. Yep. That's when the season so. starts, anyway. So. Yep. 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 <clears throat> Do you well, want to get educated here before we get into anything? Yep, let's do it. On this day in 1863, Football Association forms in England standardizing soccer and it's splitting with rugby. Football. Football. Can't get into On, it. Sorry. I can't. Never have been able to. Tried, but tried for the World Cup. I just yeah. I can't do it. Uh, it's not an American thing either. Uh, Americans just can't really get into it, so it's... More of a European, uh, Central mm-hmm. America sort of game, uh, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. On this day in eight, uh, 1950, Branch Rickey resigns as Brooklyn Dodger president. He is the one that brought uh, Jackie Robinson over. Harrison Ford. From the Negro Leagues. Is that who played him in 42? Mm-hmm. Um, on this day in 1968, future heavyweight. Future world heavyweight boxing champ George Foreman wins the Olympic heavyweight gold medal. He sold some good grills. I got to be honest. I hated his grill. Well, you know, I I always laugh when I hear about that because I I don't know if it's documentary or what it was, but I was watching something about Hulk Hogan a while back, Hulk Hogan, and he had a chance to do a grill or a a thermal bottle, like a thermos, and he chose the thermos. Whoops. (laughs) Yeah, George's made more money selling yep. uh, selling these grills that cook the flavor out of all the food you put on it than uh, Hulk did with his, his thermos. Thermos or whatever, thermal bottle, yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> on this day in 1980, St. Louis Cardinals sack Baltimore Colt quarterbacks an NFL record tying 12 times. I didn't know Carson Wentz played all the way back in 1980. <laughs> Good one. Um, on this day in 1982, MLB Philadelphia Phillies Steve Carlton became the first pitcher to win four Cy Young Awards. That's pretty good. On this day in 1985, this is a legendary uh, legendary day for baseball. A poor call in Game 6, umpire Don Deckinger starts a string of events probably costing the St. Louis Cardinals the Baseball World Series. They lose 2-1 to one to Kansas City. Um, he called the guy safe at first, who was clearly out. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't break my heart that the Cardinals have screwed that one up. Um, what do you think a World Series that has two teams in the same state would be like in the age of social media now? Say that again? What do you think a World Series with two teams in the same state would be like in the age of social media? Oh, man. So, like, um... Mets, 
Mets, Cubs, Yankees, White Sox would be Cubs, crazy. White Sox, Angels, Dodgers, even A's, Dodgers, A's, A's Giants, Giants, yeah, um, Giants, Angels, like it was. We, we and, had, you yeah. know, since we had a, a Mets, Yankees, Mets, you know, we've had some of these, but not since social media's boom. Um, my social media would be crazy if it was Cubs, White Sox for right. sure, Marlins, um, Rays. <laughs> That'd be the least watched <laughs> World Series ever. Um, you'd, you'd have 17 people tweeting about it. Um, Covering the Dolphins, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yankees-Mets from a national media's perspective right. would be insane. Yeah, I thought um, we might get it this year, but... Yeah, looking good there for a while. Um, it it would it would break social media, probably. Yeah, that's, I would just... Yeah, be interesting. On this day in 1993, the NFL announced a new expansion team, the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. One Super Bowl appearance. On this day in 96, the Yankees beat the Braves. Two Super Bowl appearances, excuse me. To win the club's 23rd title. Who was the Yankees' uh, World Series MVP that year? What year? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. 96. 96. Oh, shoot. I think Brocious was 98. 96. Oh, uh, I'm going to guess Mariano Rivera, but I don't think that's wrong. Wrong. He is a reliever, though. John Wetland. Yeah. Ah, yeah. On this day in 97, the Marlins beat the Indians in Game 7 at Pro Player Stadium in Miami for the Marlins' first ever title. The MVP was pitcher LeVon Hernandez, who had a long career. Yeah, he did. Uh, speaking of the Subway Series, the uh, Yankees beat the Mets 4-2 to in Game 5 to win the Subway Series. Derek Cheater was the MVP that year. 2000, yep. The last out was uh, Mike Piazza flew out to the warning track. Um, yes. Bernie Williams. Uh, on this day, the White Sox beat, in 2005, the White Sox beat the Astros 1-0 in Game 4. to Most forgettable game. World Series in the history of baseball. And you name the MVP. Was it Scott Pesednik? Jermaine Dye. Oh, for some reason, uh, no, Scotty Pods. I, for, for whatever reason, I remember that final out more than about any of them. Uh, it was a chopper over the mound that big boy Bobby Jinx and his two-inch vertical leap couldn't get <laughs> off the mound. So Juan Uribe had to come in and uh, save the day for him. Well, and you probably remember that because it was before the Cubs won their most recent mm-hmm. World Series. It was before the Cardinals, who you also hate one month. So you're seeing the White Sox when you're like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> what gives? Uh, I admitted, I regrettedly admit that I was kind of rooting for them because I were hated really? the, yeah, it was Chicago and I hated the Astros cause they were in the Cubs division. So okay. uh, that is going to do it for on this day. And the on this day <coughs> segment is brought to you by like it is every week. Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran owned and operated custom woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs that fit your needs from signs to growth charts. Their custom pieces make a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. See us some of their recently completed projects. Visit them on Instagram or Facebook at Mooney Woodcrafts. And for custom orders, contact them at MooneyWoodcrafts at gmail.com. Thad is constantly doing new designs. Like I said, football season's still going on. College basketball's about ready, so... If you got a college team you root for, get a hold of Thad. Get one made. You will not be disappointed. And also, congratulations to Thad mm-hmm. and his wife, Sam, on the announcement <clears throat> that they're expecting baby number two. So congratulations to the Moonies. I just saw that on Facebook today. So, yeah, congrats. 
All right. So let's talk some college football, shall we? Hoops. Uh, yeah. Not hoops. <laughs> <laughs> see where you are in two weeks. Yep, I've I've uh, got hoops on the brain because uh, Illinois just had their secret scrimmage uh, against Kansas, and I guess Illinois took it to them. So I'm uh, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. Oh, secret scrimmages never let you down either. They don't. Uh, never have. <laughs> uh, but let's start with some word association, which I do have uh, college football related, not college basketball, Josh. That's coming. I'm sorry. Darn. But um, I looked up uh, the past 10 years, actually 11 years, um, the Heisman Trophy runner up. Ooh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Starting with last year. Can you even tell me who the runner up was last year? I couldn't tell you the runner up from any of them. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson of Michigan last year. Oh, man. Um, I'm hoping he's playing on the uh, left side this week. So he goes against Teron Armstead in- instead of Brandon shell um, <laughs> against the Dolphins. So <laughs> um, absolute beast. Yeah. He, he can sing and dance too. So okay. hard knocks. So, little Billy Jean. No, oh, it was Billy Jean. It wasn't one thriller. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was Michael Jackson. It's, it's, it's Wednesday. You're, you're, you're just <laughs> off your game tonight. 2020 Trevor Lawrence, Clemson. Um, came about one yard short on Sunday, half yard short on Sunday from winning. But no, uh, I, th- I think he's going to be pretty good. And I think Doug Peterson is the perfect guy to kind of get him there too. I hope he has a bad game on Sunday, but he probably won't. In London. Uh, <laughs> 2019 Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma, not hmm. Alabama. Oklahoma. Um, leader of the, uh, best team in football right now, record wise. I don't know if they are the best team in football. Who just made a trade for Robert Quinn, but yeah, that, uh, that helps. That yeah, helps significantly. Uh, so, yeah, he a uh, good college quarterback, obvi- obviously. Uh, and uh, he's proven to be a good NFL guy. 2018, your boy Tua from Alabama. Tua, good to see him back. I got chills when he ran onto the field. They introduced him last, obviously, as they would, and the crowd went absolutely nuts. Um, having the best year of his NFL career so far, if he can just stay healthy, I think he has a, a real good shot to turn into a uh, – Real good quarterback. I'm sure uh, the coaching staff and, and the fans and the were a little worried that first yeah. drive, nah, I'm not sliding. We're playing ball. We're going head first. Collective gasp. I think <laughs> I even went, no, no, no. Um, and uh, he, he said, yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike McDaniel said after the game that he went up to two and said, don't ever do that again. He's like, sorry, coach. I really needed that. So it was, it was definitely a mental thing more than it was anything. But There's your one. There's your one. Well, he, he did it later in the game too, so. What uh, what was the most popular Dolphin jersey? Was it Marino? Um, saw a handful of Marinos. Of the current guys, probably Tua, I would say. Yep. I saw a lot of Jalen Waddles. Quite a few Javon Hollins, too. He's turned into a fan favorite there. As uh, the Steelers go, T.J. Watt, for sure. sure. A bunch of T.J. Watts. So. Sure. Uh, how about the most outlandish dolphin jersey? That's what I always, always like going and seeing like just yeah. random ones. So we were in the airport flying out, and I saw an Andrew Van Ginkle, who's who's a he's he kind of starts that linebacker for him. So I, I'm assuming it's a relative or a buddy uh, that was flying to the game. Um, I can't. I I honestly I, I looked because I knew you were going to ask this question. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any outlandish Steelers jerseys. Um, at all. I saw like a Mean Joe Green. That's pretty cool. Uh, but nothing like, why are you wearing that thing? I saw a bunch of Kenny Pickett because, of course, he went to Pittsburgh sure. and now he's playing for Pittsburgh. Saw Trubisky. Uh, Trubisky. Um, Outlandish Dolphins jersey. So I can't really think of one. Um, I saw Chris Chambers, but I loved that one. So, yeah. 
I I would say the Broncos one is probably Manning or Elway was the most popular jersey you sure. saw out of our current players of a lot, a lot of Russell Wilson, but not as many as I thought I would see. A lot of Jerry Judy. Um, is he Elway, just, I don't think so. Bradley Chubb's the one I'd watch for. Um, outlandish ones. I saw Bubby Brister. That was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, pretty I did. Cool. I did see a Kyle Orton. I'm not the only one out oh, in the wild. Nice. I saw Kyle Orton. Um, but I didn't see any, like I've seen Jerry Rice out there before. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, there, there was one Jonathan Griffin Griffith, who's kind of starts for them at linebacker from Indiana state. I saw somebody yeah. wearing his Jersey. So maybe again, maybe it was, I don't think it was a relative, but maybe it was a family friend or something, but so saw a few, I always like, and what about uh, Jets, Jets? um, a lot of sauce Gardner jerseys yeah, he's, for current he's, players. He's going to be a popular one. Uh, a lot of Jarrell Rivas and, uh, yeah. Joe Namath too. Sure. So, yep. And, uh, the Jets chant was annoying after the game. I bet. But, uh, but Hey, would have been doing the same thing if I was a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. Wayne Carbet, Wayne Corbett was Wayne a cool Corbett. one I saw. All right, uh, let's go back on track here. 2017, Bryce Love of Stanford. Um, followed McCaffrey. He was really good when McCaffrey was there. Um, he had a great year. It's not an NFL caliber uh, sort of Got hurt. Back, so. and, and, and he got hurt, too. 2016, Deshaun Watson of Clemson. Um, plays for the Browns. Um, don't really <laughs> have many good things to say about him, to be honest. <clears throat> 2015, Christian McCaffrey of Stanford. Now, San Francisco 49 I think he'll be fantastic in Shanahan's offense, too. Uh, just needs to stay healthy. It's been a constant theme for him to get hurt. And honestly, it was a, a criticism of him coming out of Stanford, too, because he got banged up quite a bit. Well, in that year, he should have won the Heisman. You and mm-hmm. I watched him all the should've. time. We stay up and watch those Pac-12, Pac-10 yeah, he, then, and he, late-night games. Who won games. it? Derrick Henry? Was that who won it? I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, McCaffrey was unbelievable that year. He, and he, he might be my favorite college football player outside of any Purdue players that mm-hmm. I've ever watched. Um, and speaking of Shanahan, I'm rooting against San Francisco every game this year in hopes they can him if that happens because I want him to be the next head coach of the Broncos. And I'm rooting against him every single game this year because the Dolphins own their first round pick. So we're on the same page. Well, there you there. go. <laughs> well, right now Seattle's just licking their chops because they would be picking sixth in Denver's place. So. Yeah. Um, uh, 2014, speaking of Denver, Melvin Gordon of Wisconsin. Fumble. Uh, he, I mean, he was. Put together maybe the greatest running back season in college football history, 2,500 yards. Had a fumble issue at uh, Wisconsin, too. Uh, has Had a good NFL career, but um, he uh, does not seem happy in Denver. I don't think anybody seems happy in Denver right now, That's to be fair. honest. Um, 2013, A.J. McCarron of Alabama. Man, uh, did he ever marry that girl that uh, Brent Musburger yeah. was obsessed with? Did he? Yes, yes, um, he did. What was, what was her name? Caitlin, Caitlin Webb. 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 Yeah, Webb. Webb yeah. Um, system and uh, college quarterback Saban uh, didn't really do a whole lot in the pros. I don't know if he's still hanging around. He was with the Bills last time I knew, but I don't think he's there anymore. Yeah, I know he was in the Bengals at one time. Houston, um, kind of a journeyman backup. Tell twelve, Manti Teo, Notre Dame. Um. That documentary about him was really good, and I actually gained a lot of respect for him. He's just a he was just a young dumb kid, yeah, uh, nineteen years old when all that stuff happened, and then came out when he was twenty twenty one. Um, probably ruined his NFL career, lost him a lot of money because he probably would have been a first round pick. Um, seems seems happy now though, right? And lastly, two thousand eleven, Andrew Luck of Stanford. He was also Luck. the runner up in two thousand and ten. He'll go down as one of the 
probably best players that retired early, along with like Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, guys that were at like the top of their game and then uh, decided to walk away. Um, I'm sure there's some other guys I'm forgetting, but uh, obviously the injuries took a toll. Uh, he got hit a lot. Um, maybe the greatest quarterback prospect ever. Um, and unfortunately for Colts fans, it didn't last as long as they wanted it to. No, and they're still searching. Their franchise so, has not been the same yeah. since. It was interesting. That's three Stanford guys on there. <laughs> that is. In the last 11 yeah. years. Uh, wasn't Toby Gerhardt one of the uh, finalists? Yes, as well? he was well, one earlier. Of yeah, yeah, he was yeah. in 09. Was he a runner-up so, as well? Yes. Huh. Yes, in 09. So. And it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, when I was looking this up, uh, Purdue had the runner-up in 66, 68, and 69, and Leroy Keyes was third in 67. Wow. The, gold, <laughs> the golden age of boiler yeah. football. Yeah, Leroy Keyes and uh, Bob Greasy. Um, Bob was at the game. Uh, they, was honored, they honored the 72 team because it's, uh, it's 50 years. Um, so he was an honorary captain along with Paul Warfield, Larry Little, and uh, Larry Zonka. So. And Andrew Luck is one of three guys to be two-time runner-ups. Can you name the other two? What years? One guy was in the 40s. I'll give you him. Charlie no. Justice. Oh, the, man. the other one was the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s. Very underrated guy that doesn't get talked about enough. Is he an NFL guy? College. Yeah, he was. Uh, not anymore. But he had he had a decent NFL career, but he was he was something in college. Just his teams weren't that great; they were average mm. at best. I wanted to say Ted Ginn, but that takes him out. Yeah, um, I don't know. Darren McFadden. Ah oh, man, yeah his his teams should have been better. At, uh, I mean that Arkansas. one team they went seven and five, and that he Felix Jones and Peyton Hillis were their yeah. three backs. Yeah. I remember one year they got up to number two in the country around Thanksgiving time and then lost, and it took them out of the right. BCS championship game. And that was probably their right. best year. But, uh, yeah, they should have been better. But uh, that's going to do it for the uh, Word Association. I forgot what the segment's even called. A good list. I liked it. Which, yeah, that was a fun one. Which is brought to you by, like it is every week, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call today at 574-210-3815. I just did that recently because I'm looking for some promotional products in my everyday jobs. Nice. Your day job, huh? Yep. Nice, nice. College did you football. Watch much college football? I know you're in Denver. I didn't watch a whole lot. Um, I watched the uh, Purdue game, if you want to call it a game, from a Purdue fan standpoint. Watched a little bit here and there because we watched the first half at a bar. So I was catching a little bit of the Texas-Oklahoma State game and a couple others. Of course, the Cincinnati-SMU game that was on before Purdue's game ran long. So by of the course. time Purdue's game came on, they were already down 14 nothing four minutes into the game. <laughs> Because uh, Wisconsin scored, and then Aiden O'Connell threw a pick six on Purdue's first drive. So it's like, great. Um, same old, same old. 16 straight wins for Wisconsin over Purdue. Nothing changed. They overpowered Purdue, exposed some weaknesses. Aiden O'Connell's worst game last year was against Wisconsin. Worst game to date this season against Wisconsin. 
Um, I don't know if there's coincidence in that or not. Um, Jim Leonard, Leonard had his guys playing good. Um, I'm not going to like him. I can already tell you that. I don't like the way he acts on the sidelines, Leonard. Well, but if things go haywire here the rest of the year, I don't think he'll be retained because the new athletic director there did hire a search firm. So I did not see that. I, yeah. I just expected that no matter what he does, he's got to get the job. That's but, what I was thinking too until I read that this week. And Dan Orvalosky, I – I, I decided not to because I didn't want to get into it, but I about tweeted ESPN to take him off and never have him do a game again because he's annoying. I, um, I don't like him on, like, the NFL show. I don't like him either. Um, I just don't care for him. No. He can go run out of bounds in the back of an end zone for 10 seconds again. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, Purdue just didn't play well. It was just unfortunate. You know, a lot of the country now doesn't believe in him, as they probably shouldn't. I mean, this was a big spotlight for him, you know, control their own destiny in the West, which actually they still do. If they would go 4-0 and in November, they win the West. But, you know, that's easier said than done. They're on a bye week this week. Then they host Iowa, go to Champagne against Illinois, who's the leaders in the West, then host Northwestern, then travel to Bloomington to face Indiana. So it is doable, but I probably foresee 3-1, and more reasonable than 4-0. and But we'll see uh, – but just just disappointing. I just I'm so 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 sick of losing to Wisconsin. Now you got to wait another year. Which the Big Ten released their conference schedules today, and that's who Purdue opens up with at home next year in Big Ten play in September. So it'll be kind of nice to actually play Wisconsin early. Mm-hmm. It always seems like it's in October. Um, so so we'll see. But Purdue, yeah, Purdue's, uh, Purdue's schedule next year's brutal. I was going to say they got kind of a tough draw there. <laughs> I think um, I'm really starting to think, and I hope I'm wrong, I'm really starting to think that this is going to be Jeff Brom's last season in West Lafayette. Um, There's obviously a ton of Louisville ch- chatter, although it's kind of mm-hmm. quieted down a little bit because they've won a few games uh, here against teams like Virginia. I still think that's where he ends up. Uh, I agree. I think the previous time that job opened, it made sense for him to stay in Purdue. Like, hey, I feel right. like I'm building something, and now he's built something, and – I think he probably sees the ceiling um, for Purdue, and so maybe he can try staying somewhere else. I think Um, that, too. I think he sees what he's going to lose, even though they got a decent recruiting class, at least for Purdue, coming in next year. But with that schedule, um, if the Louisville chance is there, I think he takes it. I think Purdue could give him more money, and I Mm -hmm. think they'll pitch it. But I don't think at the end of the day, I don't think that decision is going to be money-based. It's going to be home is where the heart is. And I think last time, it's kind of public knowledge, everybody in the Brom family wanted him to go, except he just didn't feel right about it. He didn't Mm -hmm. feel like the timing was right. And now, after six years, the timing might be right. I Mm -hmm. hope he stays, because I don't want Purdue to have to look for another coach, um, even though... He's easily the second longest Purdue coach in my lifetime behind Joe Tiller, who stayed there 12 years. I don't know if I'll ever see a Purdue football coach stay 12 years in the, in the rest of my lifetime. But uh, but even if he does, and, and like I said, we have a lot of season left. Who knows what's going to happen from here on out. But even if he does leave, he uh, left Purdue in a, leaves Purdue in a lot better spot than he found yes, it. Absolutely. Which a dumpster fire was pretty much a better spot than he found it. So, <laughs> But um, back to Saturday's game, yeah. Disappointing effort um, all around. Defense, offense. Glad the bye week's here. They need to get healthy and ramp up for uh, November because I would have taken three and one at the start of October, sure. but I really didn't that want didn't want that one to be against Wisconsin. But uh, Illinois had a bye week. Uh, mm-hmm. Good time for them to get healthy before they go to Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. Uh, other notes around the Big Ten. Not a whole lot. Um, El- Illinois was helped out significantly. Uh, Wisconsin winning. They already had the head yep. head over Wisconsin. Minnesota lost. Iowa three lost. in a row. Three in a row for the Gophers. Um, 
Yeah, um, they've they've had a tough schedule here. They have, but uh, and and they're banged up as well. They had to start a backup quarterback. Who isn't banged up at this but, point? Yeah, though. who who isn't? Illinois is banged up. They had luck. Perfect time for a bye week this past week. Purdue has a perfect time for a bye week this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's time to get uh, for the stretch run. It's hard to believe yep. we're already in uh, the, pretty much I the last can't... month. It's unbelievable. I, yeah, it's yeah, I can't believe uh, November's here. Hey, college football always flies. I mean, mm. I love every, and that's why I love every college football Saturday because it means something. But yeah. I hated that it flies by it was, so fast. When I was at the game on Sunday, I was talking to my dad, and I'm like, you know, it seems like training camp just started, and here we are sitting. In, it's week seven already. What I know. Happened? I know. I know. I know. Uh, other Big Ten notes: <laughs> Indiana loses at Rutgers. Rutgers first Big Ten win in over a thousand days. Didn't see that coming. Um, yeah. Things Maryland aren't going good down there in Bloomington. Yeah. Maryland beat Northwestern. Close one, uh, but they beat Northwestern. Um, Ohio all State the Big Ten games? hung 54 on Iowa. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Iowa's yeah, quarterbacks they, turned it over five times. It's it's getting to the point where the uh, front office there, the athletic department, has to make a decision. It's either you fire Brian or we fire you. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's getting to that point. Uh, just, just keep them around till next week, at please least. Please keep them around, um, please. But uh, Big Ten games this week, we got five of them on the mm-hmm. slate. Uh, I won Big Ten pick them. Unfortunately, I was you hoping did. to lose it. I was hoping to lose it because that meant Purdue, oh, that Purdue meant would win. Yeah. Because I took Wisconsin for a point, but no, here we are. I was right. Uh, Five games here, starting with the Fox Big Noon game. Ohio State at Penn State. A lot of people complaining because this isn't a Penn State night game wideout. That was against Minnesota, but Fox wants their primetime games. Ohio State's 15.5-point favorites on the road. Ohio State for five. Um, they're not losing the game to anyone. I have Ohio State for four. Um, I agree with you, but there's one I'm more confident in. This week. There, there was one I almost thought to put five, and I'm sure it's the one you did put five. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this might be the best Ohio State team we've ever seen. I think so. they're the best team in the country, but nobody's talking about them as the best team in the country. Their close, most, their closest game was still a double digit win over Notre Dame, week one. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, they didn't play that well, and they still won no. double, double digits. Yeah, so exactly. Rutgers at Minnesota. Minnesota, 14-point favorite. Fleck and his uh, boat rowers really need this one. Minnesota for three. Um, Zach, Zach, same. Yeah, Rutgers isn't great. Illinois coming off that bye week like we've been talking about. Seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Nebraska, who's coming off a bye week themselves as well. Um, coin flip game. I know Illinois is favored by seven-and-a-half. Uh, I think Illinois should be able to score points against them, and their defense is good enough to win the game. So give me Illinois for one. Had a feeling you're going to do that. That's why I went Nebraska for one. So uh, it, it, uh, honestly, Nebraska winning would not surprise me whatsoever. It's uh, it's an interesting spot where Illinois is in. Um, there's a little pressure on them with some other sure. teams needing them to lose, of course. And Nebraska's got nothing to lose. They're playing free, and they're playing better now than they did under under Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking so, of Nebraska, their coaching staff is telling people they're going to be back next year. So that'd be funny if it happens, but they're, they're, they're telling recruits anyway, which well, I guess you, you kind of have to, but yeah, that would be interesting. Northwestern at Iowa. I was 11 point favorite. This is going to be a snooze fest. Iowa, um, three to two Northwestern gets a safety somehow. <laughs> Seriously. If a team scores double digit points, it, it'll be a bigger shock than when uh, Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. 
That's saying something. That might be a uh, clip right there of the show. Yeah. Um, I am taking Iowa for two. Yeah. And lastly, Michigan State at Michigan. Little brother, big brother, Michigan's 23-point favorites. Michigan covers. Michigan for four. Michigan for five. I think Michigan's really good, and I think they're only going to lose the Ohio State, and they'll still be fine from that too. Uh, only going to do a couple top 25 games because we're kind of running out of time. Notre Dame yes. at Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse uh, let 11-point lead fall at Clemson, but they played a lot better than I thought they would on their second road game of the year. The other one was UConn, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me the cues to give Notre Dame their fourth loss of the season. Give me Notre Dame on the road. I don't believe in Syracuse for whatever reason, although they did show me something against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine, Oklahoma State at number 22, Kansas State. Kansas State's point and a half fave. Good one here. Kansas State lost to Sonny Dykes and the undefeated TCU Horned Frogs last week. But I like Gundy and the boys on the road here. Give me the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Give me Oklahoma State as well. Last one here, number 19, Kentucky at number three, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee rolls. Tennessee rolls. Uh, yeah, Tennessee rolls. Uh it's it, it's going to be a Hooker-Stroud battle for Heisman, I have a feeling. And can Florida cover the 23-point spread against Georgia and the world's largest cocktail party? Absolutely not. No, I don't think so either. I don't know no, if don't Florida will so score more than seven points or so. I don't think so either. So, All right, NFL talk. Three winners, three losers. Well, I'm a loser because I can't beat the J-Man NFL pick them no matter what happens every Damn. week. Just can't do it. Um, I will start off with one of my winners. Then I'm going to let my dog out of the room because he is being a nuisance. Chicago not Bears. Dog, not my dog this week. Chicago Bears. I uh, did not see that. Did not see them going into Foxborough and just demolishing New England. I had New England for big points, and uh, Bears showed me something on offense. Yeah, the Bears, uh, are they turning the corner? Probably not. Fields. No. Uh, it, it felt like Fields had a great game. You look at his stat line, like, he didn't really throw it that well. Um, but their defense played well. New England uh, could be one of my losers. I left him off, but uh, quarterback controversy there. Belichick's not helping things by some of his comments. Sounds like Mac Jones is going to start this week. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the, that's a good winner. Uh, my first winner, Kansas City Chiefs coming off a loss going in. They're one of mine too. To San Francisco against the best defense in the NFL, putting up 44 points heading into a bye week. I can't stand them, but they're so good. They are. They are. Uh, my other winner, Seattle Seahawks, uh, blowing out the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, uh, Geno's playing well. This is a Seahawks team I thought would win four games all year, maybe three, and they're sitting there at four and three and laughing right now because they own the sixth pick as of right now in the draft and a second-round pick, too. I saw a TikTok of Drew Locke. He was at a restaurant with his wife, girlfriend, whatever. And uh, he got a box to go, even though he didn't want to take it home. He didn't want them to know that he didn't like the food that well. So he got a box and he got all the way home before he threw it away. So no, no one would see him. <laughs> it was so random. I'm like, it, it didn't say it was Drew Locke or anything. I'm like, that is Drew Locke. And I looked at the comments and I was like, is that Drew Locke? So, yeah, he's, nice he's probably the one guy that's bummed that yeah. Uh, yeah. Seattle's doing that good, even though I mean I'm sure he feels no pressure there like he did in Denver. But uh, I think he thought maybe he had a shot and he got beat out. And Gino's not doing anything to lose the job. Yeah. So G- Gino ain't right back yet. My third and last winner since the Chiefs were also a winner. Of mine, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, look at that! Holy cow! 
Didn't see that coming against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I thought, you know, the Panthers trade McCaffrey. Uh, don't even know who played – would Stidham play quarterback for him? I don't even remember who played quarterback for him the other day. It was P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker, yeah. I, they have like five quarterbacks. Um, and they not only beat the Buccaneers, they took it to them. Buccaneers mm-hmm. were 13-point favorites and weren't even close to covering. Uh, my last winner, Tennessee Titans uh, now have a lead on the Indianapolis Colts, and they've beaten them twice, so that means a whole lot more. Um, Colts have some issues there. That's a bad division. Titans should roll through that division now that Sam Ellinger is supposedly going to start the rest of the way. Yeah. Uh, three losers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, yep, I the Panthers nine. winning. Buccaneers, um, if, if they lose tomorrow against the Ravens, Tom Bra- this will be the first time a Tom Brady team's two games under 500 during the season. This is the latest a Tom Brady team's been under 500, I think, in his career, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, or at least since 2002. Um, the only thing that can save the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is if Rob Gronkowski comes out of yeah, retirement. Back. Even that, um, I don't think, <clears throat> saves him. He's not coming back, yeah. Uh, Brady doesn't look like he's having fun. We've been saying this for weeks. I don't think they're that good of a team, but they're going to win that division by default because the other three teams are just abhorrently bad. So they'll, no, they'll be six and eleven and make the playoffs. Another loser of mine. I warned them. The Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. I Green said Bay you Packers. lose. I might not pick you the rest of the year, and I definitely didn't pick you this week. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers not looking like the MVP, the reigning MVP. Uh, he looks old and tired and beat up. Uh, and he's blaming his teammates, which is what sure. uh, great, a great leader always does is blame yep. the people around him, even though Rodgers didn't show up until day one of training camp. Right. Um, right. Saying too many mental mistakes, we need to start cutting reps. Well, they need to start cutting Rodgers reps. Yep. If, I mean, he's clearly a guy who's been part of the issue. So they're, they're one of my losers as well. My last loser, the L.A. Chargers. Too much uh, talent on paper. I know they get injured. They get injured about as bad as anybody every year, year in, year out. Justin Herbert, what have you done for me lately, guy? Nothing. Everybody wants to say you're so talented. You can't win games. Yeah. Yeah, He's it's it's been an issue. Brandon uh, Staley, are you going to be on the hot seat? You make some be. questionable play-calling decisions. I mean, you're not the worst one in the AFC West, but um, you're not too far from it either. So, uh, My last loser, Jacksonville Jaguars. Had that game won. Trevor Lawrence throws a terrible interception. Then they get all the way down there, and Trevor Lawrence doesn't even throw it to a guy in the end zone, and he gets stuffed a yard short. Um, had a chance to go to three and four, which doesn't sound great, but in that division, you right, right. in it. Um, had right. a chance to beat a Giants team that I still don't believe in, um, and they just they found a way to lose, as the Jacksonville Jaguars do. They have to learn how to win. Have to learn how to win. <clears throat> yep. Um, NFL pick them as uh, we have mentioned the uh, J man <laughs> for about the uh, 27th week in a row has one. Pick no, him. not in a row, but uh, I have only so beat you once this year. So this will be the J man's book of prediction of the week. Rack it up again. I will win this one. as well. <laughs> I um, wish I could give you a gesture on the IC network. <laughs> J man's book of prediction of the week brought to you by Indiana farm bureau insurance agent, Travis watching for life home auto Business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Tomorrow night, Baltimore Ravens at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If Ravens lose this, they go to 500. Buccaneers win it. They go up to 500. Buccaneers are on a corner. They're desperate. I don't think they're – I think the Ravens are a better team. But something tells me the Buccaneers get it done, and I crazily put seven points on it. I am also taking Tampa Bay, 
but I'm only putting one on them. Uh, okay. I don't believe in them whatsoever. Don't trust them. But it just feels like this is a game Tom Brady finds a way to win for whatever reason. Mm. Uh, in London, Denver against Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't know if Russell Wilson's got a play or not. He's in the oh, middle of the. He, he worked out for four. He's doing he high knees. It's it is it is, and I and I I'm not gonna wear my jersey, but <laughs> he's doing subway commercial. It, it's just their national headline every day because of because of his stuff, but. <laughs> Even if he plays, I don't think it matters. I think Jacksonville wins. Give me oh, Jacksonville man. for three points. If Here's my book of prediction. If the Jaguars win by more than a touchdown, Nathaniel Hackett gets fired next week during the bye week. Wow. That'd be embarrassing for him and embarrassing for George Payton as well mm-hmm. for hiring the guy. The new owners um, are embarrassed, it sounds like, so. They should be. They didn't, they didn't have anything to do with the uh, Hackett or the or the or the Peyton hire. Now they did sign off on the Russell Wilson extension, but that's that's the only thing they've done. So, um, give me Denver for two. Uh, I hope you're right, but you won't be. I'm, I'm assuming Russell plays. Won't matter. Uh, that's an ESPN Plus exclusive. So, are you going to have to uh, subscribe? It to is ESPN Plus. Yeah, I didn't know that. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah, I'm going to have welcome. to subscribe to ESPN Plus. Yep. Think, I think Son you can get for six bucks or something. Maybe, maybe there's a free trial. Well, I'm really glad you let me know because I would have been thrown a fit at 9.30 yeah. in the morning on Sunday. I, I saw that and I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And you know, I remember seeing that in the off season now, but mm. they need to let more people know that. I feel like. um, I've seen it everywhere. <laughs> maybe I just don't want to watch enough TV or something. Uh, Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons for four. I don't think either of these teams are good. Uh, Falcons for seven. For the exact same reasons you said, I think both teams are terrible. Uh, Chicago Bears at the Dallas Cowboys. Pick this game before I watch the Bears annihilate the Patriots. So. Good win for the Bears. I don't think it matters. Dak's back. Cowboys for twelve. I have the Cowboys for fifteen. Um, mm. Although I think Cowboys offense moves a little better with Cooper Rush. I will say that. But the Cow- Cowboys defense is really good. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the Detroit Lions. Give me the Dolphins for eight. They're back on the winning ways now. I also have the Dolphins for eight. Um, Tua looked a little looked great the first drive, then looked a little rusty after that. Uh, he hasn't had a full week of practice since uh, before their week three game against Buffalo. He will have it this week. Um, Detroit has the worst defense in football, allowing 31 points a game. I think the Dolphins score at least 30, and they win, hopefully comfortably. Uh, Dan Campbell will probably try to use motivation for not getting the Miami job a couple years ago as probably fire his yeah. team up. Arizona Cardinals at the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota for 11. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals for three. Um, do not believe in this Minnesota Vikings team. Don't believe in the Arizona Cardinals either. Uh, but something tells me that this is a game Kirk loses. It just seems but, like a game. Hey, they're winning games. Kevin O'Connell yeah. looks like he knows what he's doing. Nobody's talking about him. That's, that is true, and they probably have that division on lock because the Packers look so I know. Bad. I know. Um, Vegas Raiders at the New Orleans Saints. Tough one to pick here. I'm going Saints for five, and I couldn't tell you why. I'm taking the Raiders for nine, so this is going to be a uh, quite the uh, difference points this week. Um, Saints are terrible. Raiders are bad as well, but I uh, just feel like the Raiders are going to outscore them, which is what, what, what you need to do to win football games. Uh, New England Patriots at the New York Jets. Took this before I saw the uh, New England Patriots get destroyed. <laughs> they got destroyed. It's a coin flip game, though. Vera Tucker's out for the season. Hall's out for the season, which was too bad to see they him go down. He's for real... James Robinson. They made a trade for James Robinson. This Jets team's not good, not but good. somehow they're finding ways, and I think they find a way to get, again, Jets for two. 
Uh, I have the Patriots for four. Um, this is going to be a lopsided week one way or the, the other. The Jets have been very fortunate to not face teams with their QB1. They got to face a third string Skylar Thompson against the Dolphins, second string, uh, second string Bet- Brett Rippon against uh, the Broncos. Um, Mac Jones is probably worse than both. <laughs> <laughs> They're rolling uh, with them. However, uh, give me the Patriots for four. Uh, Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. The battle for Pennsylvania. Give me the Eagles for 14. I have the Eagles for 13. Uh, Tennessee at Houston. Uh, Houston fans still mad that the Titans took their Oilers, but doesn't matter. Texans stink. Titans for 13. I have the Titans for 12. Uh, Football team, Commanders at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts for one because I have no idea what Sam Ellinger is going to bring. I have the Colts for five. No idea what he's going to bring. 49ers at the L.A. Rams. I always do this, always get burnt, but Rams for nine. I have the Rams for 11. They're going to burn us again, I have a mm-hmm. feeling. Every time. Uh, New York Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. Had the Giants switched it after I made my initial picks to Seahawks for six. I have the Seahawks for six as well. Don't believe in the Giants. Green Bay Packers at the Buffalo Bills. You ticked me off, Green Bay. Buffalo for 15. I have Buffalo for 14. Wish I would have taken them <laughs> for 15. Uh, Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Bengals are rolling now. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals for 10. I have the Cincinnati Bengals for 10 as well. <laughs> uh, buys for fantasy uh, considerations. Kansas City Chiefs in the L.A. Chargers. Chiefs being on a buy hurts this 7-0 man uh, with Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I'm like my Broncos. I'm 2-5. and five. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's uh, this- sad about the Broncos 2-5, and five, J-Man? Sorry what's to that? interrupt you. They have had such an easy schedule on paper through seven games. They haven't even hit the hard schedule yet. That's that's uh, that's not ideal. No. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing, whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, and bread, turn one seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail. The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle, focuses on freshness and quality. The Damn Landing has great food, great beer, great views of the lake. Go to The Damn Landing, 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. I'll hit you with this birdie bogey here uh, before we go. It is a uh, NBA question, as I said. Steph Curry recorded his 100th career regular season game with 30 points and seven three-pointers, which is more than double anyone else in NBA history. Who is the guy who is second behind him who is an active player? James Harden. You got it right. You got a birdie. Woo! <laughs> It was him or Westbrook, him and Westbrook right in my head. And I'm like, Westbrook shoots over 500 now. So, uh, pardon. All right. One back, one back, one back. Good job there. Tandem man. All right. Thanks for watching the Tan and J man show. I am five over par Tanner is six over par, Uh, but Hey, we're getting better. It feels like getting better ain't easy. The questions are getting harder too. So maybe we've just gotten smarter. Thanks for watching. I like on that. On the ISC Sports Network. We will be back at it on Monday next week. Have a great weekend. Bye.